Welcome along to the Executive Central Podcast today, looking at managing a performance culture and importantly, focusing on what matters. Yes, welcome along. I'm Phil Dobby and once again, Rob Barmer is with me, Managing Director at Executive Central. Uh, Rob, we'll look at uh, how as part of a performance culture, we need to get it right when it comes to focusing on what matters. But first, a word on performance culture. What exactly do you mean by it? And why does a company need it? Well, look, Phil, I think uh, the way to perhaps answer that would be to ask a question of anyone listening to this podcast um, saying, are any of the following things important to you? Uh, One, profitability and productivity. Two, innovation. Three, the experience or engagement of your employees. Four, your focus on your customers. Five, Uh, the quality of your culture and the constructive nature of that culture, and five, uh, and sorry, six, the overall fairness that people feel in the workplace. Wow. Now, those are six things, right? Yeah. Now, uh, the reason I ask those questions is that there have been several quite groundbreaking studies that have shown that if you want to have any of those, and I mean, obviously the answer to it, most of those for most businesses is yes. Mm, of of course. course, yeah. You know, they're things that we we go after all of the time. Then the, the creation of a performance culture is how you get those. Mm. Right? And then, of course, the question is, well, how do you get those? And and how do you develop a, uh, a performance culture? And it's really interesting that the studies very, very uh, strongly show that leadership and the quality of leadership throughout the entire organization uh, has one of the biggest impacts on such a performance culture. Well, I know one of the things that we want to talk about today, which really does relate to that leadership, and I think this is the, the, the key of a strong leader, isn't it? Focusing on what matters. But I mean, that is a skill in itself. How can you focus on what matters? Because for, for a lot of people, uh, you know, it's the next bright, shiny thing, isn't it? You know, what matters is uh, what's just come along. Or, uh, or or what's seen as being urgent right now, and you don't have a you know, so you so you focus on that because you're fighting fires. That's, that's exactly right. The uh, if we if we think about the way you know modern organisations roll, um, there is they're really built, if you like, around busyness. Mm. You know, we we have these. We've talked about the you know the fact that we're umbilically linked to these devices uh, uh, constantly. We have this stream of. Uh, contact, communication, and information just flowing in all the time. Now, the problem with that is that that is a major, um, you know, distraction a lot of the time. Yeah. And it is very easy to fall into that trap, as you just said, of whatever is the first thing, the first most urgent thing that comes across my my desk, um, that's what I'll what'll get my attention. Um, so from a leadership perspective, while it's a really simple thing to say, that's one of the great obstacles that we face in modern organizations. Yeah. Because um, you're not going to drive you're not going to drive change with that, are you? I mean, all you're going to do no. is shuffle bits of paper around and, uh, you know, get, get, preserve the status quo. Almost. Well, that's right. I mean, to, to steal a Stephen Coveyism, you're going to probably focus on doing things right rather than doing the right things. Mm, right? I like that. Um, and in fact, so, so yeah, it's a terrific quote and from the great seven habits of highly effective people, and it's really just a universal truth. But the really um, you know, more complex question when we think about leadership at all levels throughout performance cultures uh, is that depending on where a leader sits, the things that matter 
for that person's job are slightly different. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's where, you know, the answer to your question about what should we be focusing on can really depend on where a person sits in that leadership pipeline, as they call it, throughout an organisation. Well, so give us some examples then about, you know, different yeah. levels within organisation and uh, and what you should be focusing on at those levels. Yeah, well, look, there is a terrific article called A, a Leadership Pipeline, um, and it, it identifies six different sort of transition points that people need to go through. I won't go through all six, Phil, but if I pick out some highlights, you know, the first transition point, for example, at the front line is when someone makes that transition from being an individual contributor to all of a sudden becoming a manager of individual contributors Mm. now, uh, or a team leader, for example. Um, You know, at that point, there is a real transition that someone needs to make in their own thinking about what value they are because most of the time they've come from probably being very good at in, as an individual contributor maybe the best at what they do in their team um, but all of a sudden they have this word manager in their title and that means that now they need to divide their time between what they're actually doing themselves and obviously managing others and then in our experience a lot of times that's seen as a bit of a hassle. You know, all of a sudden I've got to worry about what other people are doing on top of what I've been doing. And if someone hasn't made that transition in their own thinking and their own realisation of what that job's really about, um, they continue to do really well individually, but the people they're managing lack, you know, are really lacking for uh, the, the, the guidance and, and management that should be coming from them from their, from their, direct, their direct manager. Um, so getting them to make that transition and to prioritise and see as important the time they spend with those other people is a really critical transition at that point. Right. And I, I guess an element of that is as well is seeing the wood for the trees, isn't it? You know, it's sort of like you, you might have been in a job where you are you are very much focused on the here and now and uh, you're moving to a position where you've got to step back and you, you've, you've, you've got to take more of a, a forward view. Yes, absolutely. Um, at being able to actually sit up above and see the forest for the trees, as you say, of looking at all of those tasks that they've got on their to-do list and actually prioritising those for, you know, the things that are going to have the most impact on what they're expected to deliver um, is critically important. Now, that's, by the way, a skill across all of the leadership levels. You know, Mm. I guess it's just what is important probably changes as you go up those levels right so uh, so the key question then is how do you how do you prioritize at each of those levels how can you effectively prioritize how do you make sure you are doing the right thing well look it's it's an interesting thing this is this is probably not rocket science but i i think in in our experience over the last 16 odd years um we've found uh yeah the very simple uh steve and covey urgent versus important model again i'm using another cubbies in there, but that's the ability to look at someone and something, a task, and rate it in terms of its degree of urgency and its degree of importance. Mm. Now, that sounds like a really simple thing to do, but let me ask you this, Phil. If you've got a, you know, a, a, a boss or a customer on the other end of a phone screaming at you, saying they need you to do something or they want something done really properly, clearly that's an urgent issue, isn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah. And, it and, and it's a customer yeah. as well, so I'd say it's probably fairly important. Well, is it? <laughs> That's the thing. Yes, it's important to that customer. Yeah. But is it uh, as important as perhaps some of some of the other tasks that you might have on your to-do list 
that are really going to have a huge impact on what your business is expected to deliver. Now, don't get me wrong. Customer service Mm. is clearly an important thing, and I'm not saying you ignore that, but it's the degree to which we let urgent things like that um, uh, supersede or come ahead of other important things that are truly important to the business that really determines, um, you know, our effectiveness. So what tends to happen is when we fill our time, as most people do, I've got to say probably 95% of people would agree they would probably do urgent things um, that aren't necessarily overall important. They'd probably do those before they do highly important things that aren't urgent. And I guess it depends right. on you know your point about it you know being at the right doing the right job for the right level. So in the, in that example, Correct. satisfying that yeah. customer, you know, perhaps I should be taking the position as a manager to say, well, I've got someone on my team who uh, for them this should be a priority and it should be important to them. But for me, uh, the priority is making sure it gets done. But it's more important I'm spending my time working on something which has got a uh, a slightly longer term perspective. Yeah, spot on. And so so perhaps if I go up the leadership pipeline a couple of levels, you know. Uh, this whole dilemma between, uh, you know, what I'm actually doing myself versus what I've got others doing mm. becomes even more magnified because, you know, the, the really important transition that people need to make, you know, as they get up and they start managing functions or managing other managers is that the bulk of what you're responsible for in terms of, you know, the doing is actually not being done by you. You know, it's, it's being delegated effectively. Um, and so what the manager needs to start filling their time with is some is quite a lot of new stuff. Um, so I, I would put a lot of this stuff, if you like, into the category of highly important things that really shouldn't be urgent. Yeah. So I'll give you a really simple, simple example. Strategy, right? I have yet to see a strategy develop brilliantly, urgently. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got it, real problems it, if you are trying to develop a, a strategy urgently. Yeah. And yet, I tell you, I tell you what, the number of organisations that try and do strategy urgently mm. is, you know, endless. It's yeah. it is amazing. We we sort of quick. We've got to put our strategy together. Okay, let's do our two day offsite up in the mountains somewhere, and expect that we're going to generate a fantastic strategy. So, you know, the things like the thought, the research, the analysis that goes into strategy, the development of you know, alternative strategies like plan Bs and things like that are all things that go out the window when we're trying to put a strategy together urgently. Now, I could I could put just about any topic that has ever been written about in a leadership book into that category, right, uh, into, the, into being it's an important thing that was probably meant to be done not urgently. So performance reviews, you know, how many times do they get jammed in at the end of the year to satisfy HR who are chasing up you know, the fact that we've done them, the quality goes out the window. We just do it as a check the box exercise. Um, You know, networking, Mm. (laughs) customer relationships, the the list is endless. All of those things, if you do them urgently because you've been putting them off to do more urgent things, um, the quality factor drops off. And if the quality of those really important things is not done, is not there, then you've really got problems, Phil. That's where organisations, you know, are susceptible to, you know, disruption mm. and and change. Uh, you know, the number of change initiatives, for example, that fail to meet their objectives because they were done in a rush, in an urgent fashion, 
yeah, you know, is, is again great examples of all this. So that's that's the sort of thing why why having these uh, people, you know, focusing on what matters at the right levels is so critical. Yeah. So and you know, a lot of this will seem like common sense to people, and I, and I guess it. I mean, that's because it is common sense, of course. Uh, but it, uh, it's perhaps just a timely reminder every day. Perhaps you need to be asking your that question: Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing for my job? Uh, or am I, you know, or am I, to use that quote, or am I just doing things right? Uh, and it's perhaps something we should ask every day. Yeah, to- totally correct. And and I promise you, it is a simple, simple question. It isn't a simple thing to, well, it's maybe simple to answer, but it's not so simple to execute. Yeah. And so long because as you- we do, yeah, so we, because we do have this constant stream of, of interruption and distraction that's around us. So the discipline and the ability to, you know, as you said, keep your head above the, uh, the forest, above the trees and see the forest, you know, um, <clears throat> is, is so critical. The more senior you get, so, you know, when we get right up to enterprise leader, CEO level, um, the same issue exists, absolutely the same issue. The problem is the scope that is coming across a CEO's desk is so much broader um, that if they fail to focus on the important things, then we're in real trouble. Real trouble. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, they're, look, they're needing to be future-focused and they're needing to, you know, um, really visualise what's going and where we're heading and the direction. If they're not doing that, well, who is? We're yeah. just sort of bouncing around, chasing our tails. Very good, Rob. Well, I guess it is a question you need to ask yourself every day and, more importantly, you've got to answer it honestly. Uh, and I guess that's the the crux of it all as well great to talk we'll catch you again for more insights very soon will do phil talk to you soon bye for now always a pleasure now look next time leadership at all levels the importance of developing leadership across the organization is not just the top brass what about the middle managers and throughout the organization your performance culture needs to work throughout the entire company and we'll explain how to do that next on the executive central podcast with rob barmer i'm phil dobby thanks for listening i'll see you then